Chosen ones of sports and culture. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. How we doing? And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 103. My dog's walking around. Yeah, yeah. what's up, dog? Special guest star, Trout, How the Wonder we? Dog. How are we tonight? Doing all right, man. Back feel, in Indy. Feel pretty good. Yeah, back in Indy. Thank you for uh, joining me at my my home around my table. Your, your uh, humble abode. Yes. Uh, thanks for doing that, guys. It was short notice. You're welcome. No yeah. problem. I woke up to the notice. Poor, poor planning <laughs> on my part. I forgot. Uh, my wife was out of town, so no one was watching the little ones, and so we had to do it at my house tonight. It's a little odd. <laughs> Let's try and keep the tea up, even though we've got some children's sleeping upstairs. No problem. Uh, they they get it. Yeah, they're professionals. What, what Trout? What now Trout, the, Trout wants petted. Now the dog is. I may, may Trout, have to. You're not mic- right. You're it's not okay. mic'd up, bro. May have to take a time out and let him outside for a minute or something. I don't know. Well, anything else going on with you guys? Hmm. Nope. Okay. A lot of dead air. <laughs> Rowdy. Nothing. <laughs> Just you're, shaking. You're, you're shaking your head. <laughs> It's, it's the audio. Oh, they can't see that? No, oh, yeah. Can't. yeah. 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 All right, well. You th- guys think we should start live streaming this at some point? Like video, I mean? Do I think we should or do I think it should be? Because if you're asking me well, who's going to do it besides us? Probably our intern. <laughs> and they are not here yet because okay. school hasn't started. So oh, once the semester it. starts. Oh, college okay, intern. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah college intern. Somebody uh, working in the media arts. For free. Yeah, unpaid. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's absolutely. what intern means, yeah. right? They just unpaid. Wanna, they want to get their foot in the door. Experience in my door, yeah, specifically because mm-hmm. it's at my house. Yeah. What Trump? Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, this is kind of what we do. While you're on that podcast app, listening to us, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. See, I just went, I went ahead and just called it a notification bell because now I know what it does. And uh, go ahead and tell all your friends, share it out there on the social media. We really appreciate that. Uh, with that in mind, Rowdy, you want to get this thing started? How let's about, get it started. How about some sports? How about it? All right. First up, let's go to some hyper-local news. Shall we? Indianapolis has been in the uh, sports news today. Um, sports adjacent. So uh, a, uh, a graffiti and mural artist, Jules Muck, has been uh, painting buildings all over the, the uh, central Indiana Region. That's right. Uh, she's based in Venice, California. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know and that. so she uh, she was kind of infamous in Indy for last year painting. Uh, she painted a mural on the side of the restaurant Beholder um, of two bunnies copulating, <laughs> uh, which is kind of her trademark. Yeah. Uh, and hey, you got to be known for something. Yeah. Right. The uh, the neighborhood surrounding the uh, the restaurant uh, did not approve of this artwork. So it was up for just a few days. Uh, the, the actually the the one and only time I've been to Beholder for dinner was the night before they they painted over it. Really? Um, so, yeah, they had to, they they ended up painting it, painting it over. So one of her first stops in Indy was at Beholder. So she painted Bambi and Thumper, but Thumper has uh, antlers and Bambi has bunny ears. Um, but since then, she's been all I see over what she the did place. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, she's in the news today because she painted a oh now we're getting to a the, mural yeah, to the of of, uh, yeah. of Larry Legend. 
Uh, Larry, that's Larry Bird. He's a basketball player. Was a basketball, was a basketball player. player. Uh, I bet he can still no, play. He's just a very rich and white man. One of the things <laughs> that, that uh, <laughs> one of uh, another one of her trademarks is that when she paints people, she tends to paint tattoos all over them. Uh, so her mural of Larry Legend, which uh, adorns a... Uh, it's on uh, Apple uh, News. Everybody can find yeah, it. Yeah, it adorns a residence in uh, Fountain Square. He is covered in tattoos. We've got a uh, big Indiana on his arm. He's got a spider web on his shoulder, a 76 on the other, the other shoulder, a big cardinal on his face. He has the copulating bunnies on his other forearm. You're, the, got, er, you're the Ernest Hemingway of headlines. Well, thank you. <laughs> B-I-R-D on his knuckles. And uh, short story long, uh, Larry <laughs> Legend up. did not approve, uh, according to Bird's attorney, uh, Larry's position is he has elevated himself from where he began to where he is now through a lot of hard work. He's developed a brand that is marketable and he needs to protect that brand. The mural as originally painted was a departure from that brand. Um, so Larry and his attorney have been in communication with, uh, Jules Muck, AKA Muckrock, And, uh, the, they reached an agreement to, paint over all of the tattoos except the word Indiana, which is spelled out on his left forearm. Now, now, Larry does not want people to think that he has anything against tattoos, even though he obviously does. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be known as someone yes. with tattoos. His attorney says all of his friends, all of his friends, and 98% of his players are tattooed. He doesn't have any problem with tattoos. He just doesn't want to be seen as a tattooed guy. Um... Now, Muckrock said, um, basically, you know, she thinks it's kitsch, it's retro. She says she doesn't like to just paint exact duplicates of the of of these yeah. these people. She likes to add She's her own artiste. little twist to them. Um, and this was her take on a pretty famous Sports Illustrated cover he was on. In oh his, yeah, Indiana, he's wearing his Indiana, Indiana State, State blue Indiana State and uniform on that cover i think that there was cheerleaders that were doing the the move he's doing where he's kind of like shushing shushing people yeah so he's shutting down the haters yeah he's just full of hate now so what's the story so the story is larry doesn't like tattoos so and they've agreed she's painted, to remove. And she is she has agreed to remove them uh she said it was actually one of her favorites and she said that she actually chose to paint bird because a lot of people had been texting her saying you need to paint larry bird you've got to paint larry bird so um yeah I don't know. What do you guys Where think? Where do we go for the, with this? I mean, in addition to this, she also painted Dolly Parton with a bunch of nine face tattoos. Tattoo. Yeah, she's got nine to five yep. tattooed on her. Um, Jolene on a heart tattooed on her cheek. So, I mean, she's, yeah, she, this is kind of her trademark. So. For sure. It's her style. My initial take on it was that it's a bummer that Larry got bent out of shape about it. And obviously his clout and the, the messages from his lawyer have forced her to change her art piece. Uh, I just thought it was kind of a bummer that mm -hmm. she had to change what she created just because somebody didn't like it. It's her yeah. piece. It's on private property. Obviously, the property owners were down with it. Yeah, that's my question. If, if you're the property owner, regardless of what Larry Bird and the artists say, can't you just say, this is my property, this is my piece of art? Yeah. I mean... 
I don't, it's I don't, when I don't art know. meets when art starts affecting the brand. Right. We get in a little bit of trouble here, I guess, huh? I'm assuming the reason she changed it, other if it, other than it maybe it wasn't that big of a deal for her. But if it was, I'm guessing that she changed it because she doesn't have the legal representation Larry oh, yeah. Bird has, and yeah. so you're kind she's of over just, a barrel. Like, she's literally just traveling around the country with her boyfriend and their dog, right? Their hound dog, and um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, Snoop? Well, how would it affect the brand? I guess I'm still confused. yeah. What is Larry Bird's brand? Clean skin, <laughs> uh, uh, evidently. Yeah, that's part of it. I don't understand. I I don't understand that. I get the. I thought his brand was just drinking too much. Budweiser. I mean, that's the rumors I've heard. Mm-hmm. But um, I I get that it's it's disappointing that someone would come out and say, "Hey, change this because you used an image of me, so change this." Um, it's disappointing that someone would like the property owner would cave to it. I just have a hard time understanding um, how this affects his brand, and I think. As we talked about on our text stream before this, it to me uh, stinks of coded language of not being someone who wanted to be tattooed. Sounds like he's trying to say he doesn't want to be associated with a certain type of person. And uh, to me, what type of person is that? Uh, well, it, I don't know exactly what he means, but it sounds like somebody who's of lower class. Um. I think back in Allen Iverson's day, the the term that was thrown around by David Stern was a thug. We don't want a bunch of thugs with their tattoos on the sideline, um, which was also coded language for uh, inner city, which is coded language for <laughs> black players. Yeah. We don't want to be associated with the inner city black uh, fans. So to me, it it... it starts to smell like that. Yeah. I think it, it starts to lean in that direction, whether intentional or not. And I'm not saying uh, Larry Bird is racist. Uh, as, Wait, what did you say? You as, said Larry Bird is racist? As if there was something as binary as being racist or not racist. Um, that's kind of the world we live in. And I think he he just kind of played into the, the uh, played into that by saying... Um, I don't want to be viewed as someone who's tattooed, mm-hmm. especially the type of tattoos that were on this. Um, they're, they look a little more like, uh, who is that guy? Post Malone, kind of like the, either a oh, SoundCloud rapper on the face. or uh, yeah, <laughs> either a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> Can you imagine rapper. what Larry, Larry Bird's SoundCloud rap would be? He, yeah, that would be terrible. It'd be all about free throws. I mean, he's already rhymed hick, hick with French licks. So he's I mean, right he's, there. He's, yeah. yeah, he's got the first line. I mean, I and guess it's I taken could, him 30 years to get any yeah, further. I guess I could kind of see that. If you're talking about class, I don't see it. Have, I don't see his comments or his objection to being uh, portrayed with tattoos as having anything to do with race, personally. That's my take on it. But you're just apologizing for him. Apologizing White for White apology. The, just saying. I don't well, think it's a white I, apology. I, I just think it's. Meant. I just think it's an opinion free of white guilt, not a white apologist. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I don't see it having anything. I don't have see it having anything to do with race. I just think it has to do with protecting his brand. He's one of the rare players in the NBA that doesn't have tattoos. He's Larry Bird. He owns the state. Everybody knows who he is. He's the probably the greatest athlete to come out of Indiana, at least in the past forty years. In his generation, years. in his generation, n- not being tattooed was not original. No one in his generation right. was tattooed. So, 
I mean, well, I think there are a lot of vets that were tattooed in his generation. I'm probably. talking about basketball players. You said oh, he was one of the basketball players. players that wasn't tattooed. So in his generation of players, not a lot of players had tattoos. Regardless of what he's I saying, mean, it's 100% you, of his friends can't have you tattoos. not like how you're portrayed in a mural without being racist? Like, not like tattoos on your face and hands and arms? Not liking that? Again, if it were so binary as to say racist or not racist, I mean, we I think we you have know what to I understand think it was? that like, we all agree but that it's there's not systemic as if, racism. It's not as if the only people with tattoos in the NBA are people of color. Right. That's correct. Like everybody in the NBA these days just about is tattooed. Right, but he doesn't want to be associated with them. I'll bet it's the copulating rabbits. And the majority rabbits. of the people in the NBA are of color. Yeah, but what's that got to do with tattoos? I mean, all not all, but most athletes these days are tattooed. Right, but I think we're being that it's coded language. I mean, it could be the same thing as saying. I don't think it's coded. I just think it's Larry saying, I don't, I'm not a tattoo guy. I don't like tattoos. I don't like that picture of me with tattoos on it. Get rid of it. And he's used to having money and influence where he can get what he I, wants. And he is leaving the Indiana tattooed on his forearm. So as that was their, that was the their, that was their compromise. Yeah. So I just think it's think disappointing that the artist without knowing the details of the conversation back and forth between the artists and birds people and the property owners caved so quickly. Yeah. Well, I, if that were my mural, I'd have said, sorry. And I com- I completely agree. I, that's, I, that's what I wanted to paint. What, that's, that's what, what I painted. Yeah. Sorry about you. Right. And I'm not, to be clear, I'm not saying his only intention is a, one of racist intent. And I don't think you have to be intentional when you are being something that is prejudiced saying something or doing something that is prejudiced but i don't see the link between tattoos and race i think it's the style of tattoos i think that there's an association with the type of tattoos that this is portraying that there's an association face tat what do you mean style face tattoos tattoos. yeah the the uh spider web tattoos maybe he just hates prisoners (laughs) could be maybe he hates post malone (laughs) If you want to support the artist, you can follow her on Instagram. Her it's tag worth is a follow. just she's awesome. Muckrock, M-U-C-K-R-O-C-K. And if you're in the indie area, she's also been to Kokomo, Gary, she, Muncie. She's been all over the place. So Gotta you're, get her to you're A-Town. Gonna, you're going to see her stuff all over the place. Gotta get her but, to A-Town. Uh, she's um, all over this area, too. Like, all over Broad Ripple. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Indie everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it's worth, anyway, worth a follow. It's wild. I think it's hilarious that she came through. No one knew who she was really mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. She did that one mural. The bunnies. Got the bunnies. bunnies. Got the, it was like over. the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. Probably. And yeah. so everybody was like, okay, we'll just bomb the entire. Well, yeah. I think the, the, the irony of all this is this just is going to make her bigger. I mean, when oh, you, you're getting front pages on, on Apple news and ESPN yeah. and Larry bird and all Bleacher I mean, report. Yeah, yeah. She's been I all mean, over the place. This is, yeah, this is, likely extremely good for her career paint over this now i'll come to your city and paint whatever you want so Mm -hmm. all right maybe she can play michael jordan with face tattoos in chicago (laughs) see how that that, i was actually thinking about that that would be interesting or charles barkley in phoenix or Patrick, he could, or he could be it. He could have face a, tattoos. a sweet skull tattoo because he's bald. What if the you round just, mound of rebound? What if you just painted like a Twinkie on his cheek that looked like it was going <laughs> it into was his going mouth? It was going in his mouth. Ooh, like, uh, <laughs> like that rapper. I just blanked on his name. The Philadelphia rapper. 
What's he got that, on his face? He's got is the, it a cheesesteak or something? He's got the ice cream cone. Oh, oh. no. Uh, I don't get face tattoos. Although, I don't get tattoos. In, I mean, I've never... I don't have any tattoos. Why are you I've so never, against tattoos? I'm not you? against tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. I've never had piercings. I don't wear jewelry. Hmm. It's just not my thing. Hmm. Sounds like coded language to Gucci me. Yeah. It, it, yeah. How, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. <laughs> Gucci it was that coded it? that I'm not a tattoo <laughs> yeah, guy? I think so. It could be. Well, I mean, everything could be, could be coded. Could, yeah, yeah everything sure. could be yeah. coded. All right, moving on. How about some? <laughs> why, big... why, why can't it be? I mean, why? Why should? Why is it? Why should it be? All right, it's just circular. We got arguments. a lot to cover here, boys. We got a lot to cover here. Let's say, let's save it for after the pod. All right, how about some big disc energy? Big disc energy. All right, so the PDGA Professional Disc Golf World Championships were held uh, this past weekend. Uh, we covered them a couple weeks ago on the pod. Uh, gave it a little bit of a preview. Brilliantly, I might say, too. Oh, we yeah. really knew what we were talking for, about. Yeah, for knowing nothing about disc golf. So let's continue that trend and uh, let's talk about let's, who won. So first up... In Peoria. This was the Peoria one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this is yeah around, around Peoria, Illinois. Um, oh, mul- like multiple different uh, courses. Um, we had Paul Macbeth and Ricky Wysocki. Uh Paul's from Huntington Beach, California. Ricky's from Campobello, South Carolina. It was kind of neck and neck there at the end. Uh, after one last desperate attempt to throw in an eagle on 18, <gasps> Wysocki succumbed to Macbeth. No. And... Out damn spot. Yep. <laughs> He is this a dagger I see before me? Macbeth Come, let me clutch thee. The, uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah. Is that, disc, is that disc headed for me? Yeah. Come, let me clutch thee. There's no A. It's just an MC, Beth. Uh, Sorry. I think the, I think the, I think the goof still works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll let it, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it in. Yeah. Uh, Phone it in. Macbeth won, uh, the $10,000 payday and, Grabbed his uh, 15th career PDGA victory. What kind of prizes are we talking about here? Rowdy, you got any of that? 10,000. Oh, 10 grand? Yeah, oh, 10, sorry, yeah. I missed that. Now, uh, Waisaki, uh, he tied the Lake Eureka course record with an 11.05 rated 14 under par 49, <laughs> nope. which I don't, first of all, <laughs> that sounds I don't really know anything good. about golf, and I definitely don't know anything about disc golf. Uh, so I'm just, you know, reporting what I'm reading here. Uh, but he finished 44 under for the week and took home $6,500. And he did 40, all of that. Wait, he finished how much? 44 under for oh, the week. I thought you said 4,400 under. Yeah. I was like, now I'm <laughs> very, now I'm very confused. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he played the course back. He, he played yeah. with an infected ring finger that was so bad that he actually consulted with a local surgeon uh, who said he should go to the emergency room for treatment after the round. Um, so, I mean, it's Dude. pretty amazing that he, he performed that well. Um, now Macbeth, uh, he won four straight titles from 2012 to 2015. And at that point people were saying that was probably, he'd reached his prime, but he's only 29 years old. And he says, I feel like I'm just entering a prime. Good I, for him. I need to physically take care of myself. I feel great. I'm just going to figure out how to take care of myself better. Now, in the open women's division, uh, 28-year-old Paige Pierce from Plano, Texas, won her fifth world championship. Uh, She came back from behind to finish uh, with par on 17, laid up her upshot to under the basket on 18, 
and dropped her putter into the basket for an emotional victory. Woo! So Pierce has that's been... That's coded language because she's, she's a woman. She cried. <laughs> yeah, that's she's, what it sounded like. She's <laughs> been playing disc golf uh, since the age of four. Uh, she started Dang. playing with her father and his friends. She went pro in 2009 and started touring in 2010. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to everyone involved. Heck and yeah. uh, in other big disc energy news... Other... Uh, hold on. Wait. I want to go back what? to this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've figured out what this uh, player rating is. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. I found a website that explains what the player rating is, and I cannot understand what it's saying. But okay. it sounds like it's a handicap in golf. If somebody oh, says, what's okay. your handicap? Oh. So it basically, I can read this, but I don't know if it's going to translate over the air because I'm looking at it and I don't get it. But basically, it's stu- it just words. It's a thousand. It is like you you are considered a scratch player if you're at a thousand. I think if you're of a, a player rating of number. a player rating. Okay, and he was eleven oh five. I rated. think that that means that you are playing better than the average for the course, mm. and so you uh, you are actually starting at a disadvantage and having to play with strokes already added to your. To your score. Sounds good. <laughs> that's the only thing yeah. I can figure out because it says if you're if you are if you have a rating of a thousand or you're considered a scratch, a player who averages scores lower than this SSA, which is the scratch scoring average on course, they're played. They'll also have a rating of a thousand. Hmm. Yeah. Might need to clean this up, PDGA. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> yeah. understand what's happening. And then they give me charts, which normally I love, but I don't understand what well, these colors are. That's a lot of are. colors. Yeah, that's it's hard to, hard to get. So All right. anyway, continue. Well, speaking Sorry. of disc golf, let's let's move to s- some more hyper local news. We got a big tourney coming in yeah. town. A town. We got our sponsored hole at that's the right. uh, Madison County Open 2019, which is presented by Anderson Madison County mm-hmm. Visitors Bureau and Sports and Sports Sports Sports. 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 Yeah, which is at Edgewater Park at the Sanders Memorial Disc Golf Course along the free-flowing White River. This Saturday. This Saturday, the 24th of August. Check-in is from 8.30 to 9.15, folks. Okay. Get up early, get going, get those discs shined yep. up, and get ready to do now it's an Maybe open make start. your flapjacks the night before yeah. so they're ready for Start's you in the morning. Yep. It's an open tournament. Do you, do you have to register before? Yes. Check-in. For each course is 8.30, because there are two courses going. we got Sanders uh-huh. Memorial in A-Town, and then we have a course in Elwood, which is northwest Madison County. Uh, we're going there. So first round at Anderson is MA1, MA40, MA50, MA60, and all open divisions. And the first round in Elwood is MA2, MA3, MA4, and all FA divisions. Payout will be on the courses in which, on the course at which you finish. Oh wow! They come to you. We get the big check, and we come to you. What do you guys think? That's like publishing. You think I should like uh, you know put a sign on the door at the shop for a few minutes and stroll down there and talk to some people? Oh, for sure. Maybe get some pics. Please do. See what's happening. Because I can't make it up this Saturday. I got my dad's birthday, so we're gonna be doing. Doing I'll, stuff. I'll so, yeah. stroll over there and see what's cracking. Figure out what this player rating is. And snap yeah. some photos of our hole. That will I will get a photo of our hole. Um, that will be uh, probably a good interview question for people getting ready to tee off. What's your player rating? What's your player rating? Hey, how's your player rating? Which if player? you guys have any ideas of questions that I should ask, uh, 
send them to sports 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 pod at gmail.com. There you go. And yeah. I will be sure to include them. Or put us on, on the Facey books. Or put them on the Facey books, the Instagrams, the Twitters, yeah. all that action. Uh, we need to know what you need to know. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, but good yeah, luck go to down all the competitors. What do you call a disc golf competitor? Just a golfer? A golfer? golfer Disker? Yeah. And I think they're not. Are they considered holes or baskets? I thought they were always called baskets. Like, are they not disc jockeys? Ooh. Oh, that kind of seems like That's, a missed opportunity. That is. That should go on my list of questions. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the difference between you and a disc jockey? <laughs> or would you consider yourself a disc jockey? Yeah. How much money could we pay you to call yourself right. a disc jockey? Are you really spinning records or discs? Yeah. Of all the sponsored holes, which one was the best? What's which one was like the cleanest? Would feel like to be up this early on a Saturday throwing frisbees? <laughs> you know, things, whammo! Things like that, yeah. Just yell whammo when people... That's what I should do when people tee off. Whammo! Instead of four. That's probably what they yell. All sure. right. Oh, this will be interesting. What hole... Okay. Wait, do we I, I know need which a, hole? I need a guess from each of you. What's our hole number? Eight. Nine. <sighs> what do you think? Seventeen. Wait, do, do you already know? <laughs> Okay. All right. No, I don't know. We'll find out. All All right. right. Yeah, we will. I'll post some pics. All right. Next up, you guys want to talk some bird poop? Oh, can't wait. Well, this is on you. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Shywerts, Georgia Southern quarterback, uh, was arrested earlier last week, uh, end of July. This actually came out. Georgia Southern? Georgia Southern. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. Is that, where is that? Atlanta? Uh, it's down. No, that's not. No, southern. it's very south. I don't know what the city is, but it's please very, hold. Very I, far I, south. I will inquire. Uh, like near Valdosta. That's what somebody else said to yeah. me the other day. Yes, I think it is near Valdosta. So he was driving in South Carolina. He was driving his 2016 uh, Dodge Charger, about 80 miles per now, hour. How does a college student afford a 2016, jo- never mind, NCAA? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Uh, he was driving about 80 miles per hour. Uh, police Statesboro. officer went to pull him over. Uh, he was on a dark road and decided that he was going to find a well-lit area to have this cop pull him over. Now, I think it's important. Can't imagine why. It, well, he is, he is an uh, African-American athlete. Uh, probably has some tattoos. Uh, he actually does have tattoos. I can see them on this picture. Um, he decided to find a well-lit area to be pulled over. He put on his flashers um, and drove about 35 miles an hour to find a well-lit area. The cop pulled him over. Um, they had an exchange. All of this can be on, can be seen online, um, The both the dash cam and the, what do you call it, officer cam. Oh, the body, the body, the body cam, cam was, and the and it wasn't turned off. No, it's it's all online. About thirty five minutes of footage. Um, on the car, there was a white substance. The cop said, "What is this?" And he said, "It's on the hood, like right? on the on the hood on, of the on, car." It was on the hood, smeared across the hood, and um, on the windshield. It said one one person <laughs> said it looked as if somebody had. It looked like if you would have like tipped a melted milkshake. From the top of the car onto oh, just okay, yeah, and okay. it looked like it kind of been smeared around, like it had tried to be been cleaned off. So it's obviously a liquid. It was obviously a liquid, okay. or obviously, or was it? The officer said, "What is this?" And he said, "It's it's bird poop." Mm-hmm. And he said, "I know what bird poop looks like. This isn't bird poop." So he had so it's it tested. Big bird man. There was a f- obviously a f- cocaine. Obviously, so <laughs> he went ahead and tested it. Uh, 
and it with, came back with one of the field tests yeah. kits that they have, which are notoriously inaccurate. Accurate. And I don't think they're submissible in court. They are not. Or admissible in admissible court. Admissible in yeah. court. That's right. They are not. Uh, they have a um, false positive rate of one in three to one in five. <laughs> are you serious? Now, yes. Who would keep their job if they had that kind of uh, efficiency? I mean, I have, but... <laughs> <laughs> They've come come back for positive tests on everything from uh, from deodorant to breath mints. As wow. wow! So tested it, came back uh, as testing positive, which means it turned pink. So they arrested him on on the spot. He spent the night in jail. Was suspended two days by Georgia Southern. Um, later, explained everything to his so coaches. They suspend him before he's even. Uh, Georgia Southern did, yes, wow. for two days. And then they suspended him for the first game of the year. Holy cow. Which, uh, before they've even gone to be- trial? Before it, anything ever came back. Now, it came back about a week later that the test was actually... Uh, bogus. Bogus. It was actually bird poop on his car. It was, had been witnessed <sighs> what about a shit 12 show. hours earlier, <laughs> quite literally, <laughs> uh, by family members and friends that this was the substance was already on his car but this kid's life is like turned upside down in a lot of ways because he's uh anytime you you google him at this point yeah one of the first things that comes up is his mugshot and this story so he was uh trying to do the right thing trying to do what he felt was safe was hey i'm gonna get to a to a well-lit area because uh he actually said something to the cop which was uh clearly not taken well um let me see if i can find the exact quote that he said um he he basically to paraphrase well i i wanted to find a well-lit area because of everything that's going on in the world yeah um which probably put the cop on edge um (laughs) i'm guessing the cop was white he was white he was a white cop in south carolina Um, oh this is in south carolina south carolina in saluda county south carolina but I mean, racism has no boundaries. Don't worry, we have it right here in Indiana. Larry Bird, for example, <laughs> not, not the origin of the Ku Klux Klan, just Larry Bird. Just Larry Bird. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not our governor, right? Former governor, right. In the twenties, or our, mm-hmm. our, the mayor of Indianapolis, or our top tier eugenics program. Just yeah, just Larry Bird and the Indiana right. State Sycamores in nineteen seventy nine, runners up <laughs> in the NCAA tournament. Um, yeah, this kid uh, didn't, like, Shywertz did nothing wrong. He was going 80. He knew he was going 80. As soon as the cop put on his lights, he put on his hazard lights. He called 911 and said, can you tell dispatch, I'm slowing down. I'm just looking for a well-lit area. We're on a dark country road. I'm looking for a well-lit area to pull over. Um, so just let the police officer know that's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to run. Wow. I'm just trying to. He did cover I'm trying faces. to pull over. Uh, they, yeah, and he pulls over, and immediately the cop tells him. He told him, I was just looking for a well-lit area, and the cop responds, uh, the safest place that you could be is being followed by a police officer. Just to have a Sir, uh, that yeah, is incorrect. I'm a 24-year-old African-American in, right. in, in the United States. I, in the South. Yeah. In some respects, that doesn't even matter anymore. But Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Very true. It's just a crazy story. Like, yeah, this guy. Well, okay. Here's here's, here's what, here's what my question. Positive for nothing. It what, but the, what was the kit? But, like, why did it turn pink? What did the, the cops think it was? The, the bird. He said it's bird poop, and he said 
if it's bird poop, then that that bird was high on cocaine. That's what the officer said. So he thought it, he thought he had a bunch of cocaine smeared all that over he his car. The, according to the police officer, what what um, what what I understood the police officer to be thinking through listening to conversations um, from uh, other people within um, law enforcement is. If you are going on, uh, if you're not pulling over immediately, there is the assumption that you're trying to get rid of evidence. Oh, so they think he like threw they think it he, out. She tried to throw the cocaine. And his cocaine out of his exploded on his on the all hood. over his hood and windshield. Yeah. So, so then he tried to like I don't know windshield wiper rainex it off. How does he? Know. How is he supposed to know that bird's life? Maybe that bird was high Maybe, on cocaine. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while since like my. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say it's been a while since my Studio Fifty Four days, yeah. but. Do, do they have liquid cocaine now? Is that a thing? I'm not aware of it. it I might mean, besides be Monster thing. Energy? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Nah, that stuff's not That's like cocaine. So, this yeah. is the stupidest story I've ever heard. Well. Yeah. It's insane. Well, Shea Wirtz, can we make him the ball boy of the week? Or do you have let's, another? Let's make, we'll him make the ball How about boy we make him at least a ball boy of the week? Honorary ball boy of the Come week. Come on. <laughs> and, and Muckrock, you can be a ball girl. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to gonna be everyone ball everyone. Everyone that has been unjustly accused of something this yes. week will be a ball ball person of the week. There All right. Go. So now he has been reinstated. He is playing the first but game like of the year. But like you said, don't Google it. Yeah, don't. That's the thing about this day and age is like, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, you can't really redeem yourself on the Googles. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, no. it's there. Yep. Well, they could scrub it if they wanted to, but they won't. Yeah, but if anybody reads this, I mean, if anybody, this, everybody listens to this pod. How many people knew that who the quarterback of uh, Georgia Southern was before this happened? Nobody. Well, that's not true. People in Statesboro knew who he Statesboro, was. Statesboro. They Georgia. have a pretty good a pretty good fan base down there. Oh, I bet because so. they were a, they were a really big uh, when they had the they got seventeen one, almost eighteen thousand students when they had the one double A. Uh-huh. What we call FCS now. Yeah, they were a big FCS program, and oh, and they were like a uh, North yeah. Dakota State. They run the triple option. Yeah. So oh, yes, yeah. they do because Bama sees them about every two years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just a crazy story. That's what? this is where this is the age we live in. <sighs> it is. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, you can drink cocaine now. It's <laughs> Birds are shitting it from the sky. Just right on the cars. <laughs> yeah, very accurately. Only if you have a 2016 Dodge Charger. Yeah. Man, I don't know what those go for. They're not they can't be that expensive nowadays. 15? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what trim level it was. Yeah, did it have the ground effects? Did it have a Hemi? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it just the four banger? Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. true. Anyway, what what CD you guys you guys want you guys want to talk uh, uh, Randy, you want to move on. You like want to talk Eagles? Eagles. No, more birds. More yeah, birds. More birds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how high is this bird? Josh McCown has a job. It's Josh McCowan? Josh McCown, yes. McCown. McCown. 40-year-old Josh McCown McCown. comes out of retirement to be the backup for uh, Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. They believe in him, huh? Huh. Yeah, of course they do. So uh, what happened, uh, from what I can gather, is both of their former uh, backups have been hurt. Nate Sudfeld, I can't remember offhand who the other backup was. So they call up. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. I'm sorry. They call up 40 year old. Uh, <laughs> they call up 40 year old Cardi B over here. Retired uh, uh, career backup uh, Josh McCown. Yeah, who is t- 
terrible. He was terrible. Yeah. And to come in and be the backup to Carson Wentz, uh, <laughs> very mobile and accurate uh, Carson Wentz. We never did talk about that Jay-Z thing, but nonetheless. Yeah. 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 So um, he's going to be the new uh, backup quarterback, possibly. He got a $2 million contract, up to $5.4 million in incentives if he hits uh, hopefully Carson Wentz doesn't break his femur or whatever Carson Wentz he does every year. He is kind of fragile Yeah. Uh, that's how they grow him in South Dakota. What do you think they're... You think they'd be... As a bison, you think he would be a little more stout, but... No. Nope. Uh, what do you think his his plateaus are? Like 45 completions, three the touchdowns. Counts? Yeah. Oh, for his contract bonuses. To get his accelerators? Yeah. 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 Three Don't touchdowns, have a heart attack. 45 completions. Yeah. Show up to massage on time. <laughs> yeah. 10 rushing no. yards. What kind of massage? Not this the kind of Peyton Manning gets. Um, Peyton Manning? No, not those kind. Was Peyton Manning in So Jasper now? After his, uh, his hormone therapy. Mm. Let's, let's play uh, let's Swiss, some numbers games. Swiss Peyton Manning. How many games do you think Josh McCown has started? Uh, now he was drafted in 2002 in the third round by the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. How many games do you think Josh McCown has started in the NFL? 11. Six? 76. Really? So not terrible. Not terrible. The most he ever started. What am started, I missing? Who was he starting the, for? He started for the Jets in 2017. He started 13 games, oh. 11 for Tampa in 2014. Oh, he was at Tampa when uh, Jay Boo was hurt, right? And he did start 14. <laughs> no, that was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Then he did magic. start. Uh, and then that was also uh, Glennon. Mike Glennon is who you're thinking of. Mm, yeah. And he did start 13 games uh, for Arizona in 2014. Now. Next question. 72. How many games do you think, how many playoff games do you think Josh McCown has been in? Playoff games? So, okay, give me the teams again. Arizona, Ari- Jets, He's played for Tampa. Arizona, Detroit, Oakland, Carolina, Chicago, Tampa, Jesus. Cleveland, and New, the New York Jets. Now, playoff also, games he, that will he, started. Hit, he will uh, uh, break the record of playing for, taking a snap for eight teams. He will have nine teams he's taking a snap for if he gets into a game this year. He will have the most teams ever. How many playoff games has he started? <laughs> has he been in? Oh, has he been in as a team? Mm-hmm. Oof. Six. One. And he did not get a snap. I almost said that. <laughs> now, just for... I just... Let's play a game. How many games do you think in his... One, two, three, six-year career uh, did Colin Kaepernick start? How many games did he start? In six years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 90. 58. Oh. In six years. So uh, what is that? Less than half. So of, he was a backup less, for two or three seasons. Less than half. He was a backup for one season, his first season. And then he started in 2012. He started seven games. Mm. How many Super Bowls did he go to? One. And again, how many playoff games did Josh McCown participate in, but didn't take a snap in? One, and that means that <laughs> that and, and Kaepernick's so, playoff run that year, they didn't win that division, did they? So they played three playoff games, to get to the Super Bowl. What do you think Josh McCown's career completion percentage is? It's a one to one hundred scale. Is it decent? No. 36. 60.2. What do you think Colin Kaepernick says? 67. 59.8. <sighs> See, I, now I'm catching a pattern here now. Yeah. 
it's it's almost like they didn't even call Colin Kaepernick. It's like oh, they weren't considering. It's not like they did not. It's like they weren't considering the skill. It's like there was some other now aspect. I'm with you of, on this. This is blatant uh, reaction to all of all of Kaepernick's thing and based in race. I'm with you on that train. Full bore, full speed ahead. Keep shoveling in that coal. Let's roll. How, how many how many touchdowns over 17 seasons uh, did K, uh, Josh McCown throw? It's less than 100. 54. 98. How many did Colin Kaepernick throw in his six seasons? 107. 72. I'm not good at this. No, no, you're going a little too, you're going a little too high. But the highest, the most that uh, Josh McCown ever threw was in 2017. He threw 18 touchdowns. Uh, in his six seasons, Colin Kaepernick was able to break that number twice. He threw 21 and 19 in 2013 and 2014. Cap's good, or was good when yeah. he played. And if you're going to play... Uh, he went to a Super Bowl with hard hardball. If you're going to play for the Eagles, who have Eagles. the Eagles, and who need a quarterback who is very mobile, I don't know why you're calling a 40-year-old guy who's decided to retire... Unless, because Cap's unless, been blackballed. Well, no, Jay Z's going to get him a job because he's now uh, part of the the NFL. Jay Z's going to yeah, be that part. is. Do you have it? You, I don't you're just have shaking any, your. Head. I don't have anything to say about <laughs> yeah. it. I've been reading about that. I, I'm, oh, trying Jay-Z, to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to suspend Jay-Z judgment, that, but. Didn't have time for the Super Bowl last year. Said he 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 wouldn't play the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but then all of a sudden or now is that, he's now is, he's is making it, like you know uh, what ten eleven figures, and so now he's got time for Goodell. He okay. actually called mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree. Uh, so the Super Bowl was held in Atlanta last year. Jermaine Dupree's from Atlanta. The NFL called Jermaine Dupree and asked him to help set up. The halftime show. You mean show. former Mr. Janet Jackson? Mr. Janet Jackson mm-hmm. to set up the um, the halftime show, allegedly, uh, and confirmed by uh, Jermaine Dupree, so I don't know how alleged it is anymore. Jay-Z called him and said, don't take that deal. Let's fast forward a quick seven months, and all of a sudden, Jay-Z takes the same deal. A few more years. Probably better deal. Games. Yep. So. Well, now... Are we sure? Are we sure? Because it's it's an acronym, so or an abbreviation. What? So it's is it maybe like Joseph Z, and then we're talking about like a James Z, or no? It's him. I saw it's the, the same guy. I saw the video. It's the same one. He's okay. sitting right next to Roger Goodell and oh, saying that it didn't have anything to do with Cap. You know that we Cap. Kind of, Cap. What it wasn't about this for Cap. He Cap, kind of initially Cap was, implied that Cap was he, protesting something completely different. Didn't have anything to do with football. Cap's not even playing. Like this doesn't have anything to do with Cap. Well, and he kind of initially uh, hinted at, uh, basically, made it sound like Kaepernick knew that all this was going on and was right. cool with it. And it turned I don't out think that he was is. definitely here's not a the fun case. one. Killer Mike seems cool with it. I saw an interview with him about it, and Killer Mike had some kind of apologetic uh, spin that he put on Jay-Z making this deal. Josh McCown has one, two, three, four seasons with ten or more interceptions. He actually only has one season with ten, but the rest are more than that. 
and a high of 14 interceptions. Colin Kaepernick has one season with 10 or more interceptions. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. It's weird. I just it's can't. It's not weird. I can't quite, it's blatant. Can't, can't quite put my finger on what's happening there. Do you there. think it's... Okay, <laughs> uh, riddle me this, and then we can get to Rowdy's segment here. But what's worse... Are, uh, not what's worse, but what is more of the impetus for this blackballing of cap for the NFL? Looking now over what's it been two or three seasons now we've been yeah, doing this two seasons, two full seasons we're going. But to some, I mean, money obviously is the common denominator. But is it the anti? Is it the is it the view that it's the anti police, anti military thing? Is it just solely a race thing? Is it? What do you think now? Where where are where, we now? Where where am I? Yeah. Like, where what, okay. What sure. Do I th- where what are do you? I, what do I think it is? Yeah. Um, I think that. White owners and white society. Twenty nine white owners. Yep. Have, no, thirty one white owners. Sorry, mm-hmm, thirty one white owners and shot. Um, have a problem seeing somebody lift up, seeing a person of color lift up their voice and speak out. And but I do think, you think it's solely be it's a race thing or it's just a money thing? Do you think they don't like Cap because they think he's going to cost them money? Or they're bigoted, or both. But who's money? Uh, it's not going to cost anybody money. It won't cost anybody but it does, money. But because they, how many people but what have if left they the think NFL? It cost them money. Yeah. I mean, you know these crazy owners, Jerry Jones and these fools. They're not on earth, I man. Money, they don't. They don't know what's going on think, in the real world. I think money is a simple out to keep uh, systemic oppression in place. I agree with that. I think it's an excuse. It's. It's. Yeah. It's right. He's disrupting yeah. the status quo. And that's a problem. Yep. All right. Well, what do we got, Rowdy? Haters. 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 Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smother covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Hey, guys. Hey man, it's been a while. It has been wow. a while. Too long. Uh, it's good to see your face after hey, all this time. I know. Well, I thought you know, with the NFL season coming up, I thought it'd be good to bring back some hot taters. Bring back the bring back the pod on the pod. Mm-hmm. The well, pod within a pod. Man, what is, so what have you been up to this summer? Just getting your numbers in order, getting your models in order. What's that? I don't know what that means. You're, you're betting models. How you, how you getting ready for September first, man? The sports books opening at Hoosier Park in A Town. Yeah. Ah, is it really opening that early? I yeah. thought. I, I guess I'm a little behind week. there. Yeah, <laughs> you just been, you yeah. just had your nose to the grindstone, getting yeah. ready for this oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, well, we're. I'm happy you're back. Well, thanks. And I'm happy that this uh, I'm this podcast is back. <laughs> the read is pleased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's analytics week here on right. uh, Hot Taters. Sure. So it's kind of cool. I've been looking forward to this. We're actually going to peel back the curtain, and you're going to kind of walk us through how you make your picks every week. Mm, is yes. That, is that what yes. we're doing? This is one way I make my picks. Yes. One way. One. One. Just one. And what's your? What's been your winning percentage on something like this? This this specific <sighs> model that you're going to walk us through, or is this brand this is, new? This is a brand new model. Brand new. Because okay. last year didn't go so well. I was say, I, last I, year I'm thinking I went, he was about a point four seven last, last year. year I went, like that. Yeah. Last year I mainly went with my gut. So this year I thought I'd add some math to the equation. Okay. Oh, so okay, that's probably so, pretty smart. So tell us what you got. Walk us through it. Walk right. us through it. So I'm excited. This week and next week I'm going to be covering 
the AFC and NFC, which are the two conferences of the NFL. Man, you are nailing it. Okay. Learning so this much. week we're going to talk about AFC, and I'm going to make my predictions for basically the best teams and give my rankings yes, for the do AFC. It. Okay. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you want me to just run through my list of the 16 teams? Just roll time. Do you want me to so, talk about the tops in each of the different, um, what do they call them, divisions? They do call them divisions. That's correct. So let's start. Here, here's what I'll do. I'll start you off. We're going to go in the AFC. We're going to go to the AFC East. Now, okay. right now, uh, according to the sports books, you've got a one to five odds on the Patriots, five to one on the Jets, ten to one on the Bills, sixty to one on the uh, Dolphins. I'm Pythagorean going... theorem. Uh, the Pythagorean win theorem has uh, the Patriots going with eleven wins this year. So I'm going Bills. What do you got? Going Bills. Okay. I love this already. So you're going 10 to 1 Bills. Now, now tell me, how did you get to the Bills? Well, I'll tell you that later. Let's go through the different. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're going to go through each one. All right. Now we're going to go to the AFC North. Okay. Right now, we've got the Cleveland Browns. You can get them 7 to 5. The Steelers, 7 to 5. Baltimore Ravens, 7 to 2. And the Cincinnati Bengals. Down at the bottom, cellar dwellers twenty to one. Wow! Looks like there's not a lot of spread in between these teams, though. There's, no, there's been a lot of uh, talk on the in the off season about the Browns and how they've changed mm-hmm. their offense with Freddie Kitchens now taking the reins. They're looking at a Pythagorean theorem or Pythagorean win theorem around nine. Okay, I gotta say, overall, overall, the AFC North is the best conference, oh. top conference. I'm gonna say. I see that. I think and, that's probably and, true, and, yeah. and it's gonna be close. It's between the Ravens and the Steelers, but I'm going Ravens. Boom. Ravens. Okay, Ravens. Baltimore. Now let's head on down south to Indianapolis. Rad okay. infested uh, to the AFC Another South. Another good conference. Indianapolis yeah. Colts. You can get them five to seven. Now these were out before Andrew Luck mm-hmm. uh, had his uh, his small little bone injury. Houston Texans four to one, Jacksonville Jaguars nine to two, Tennessee Titans six to one. Right now, the over under on the Colts is ten wins, and their Pythagorean win theorem hit also has them at ten. That's too many. Uh, I'm going Jaguars, but the yes. Colts are a close second. Close second, okay. Because Jaguars and got swimming pools. Finally, they do have swimming pools. <laughs> yeah. That's really important. <laughs> yeah. and they've taken their seats down by four thousand and added <laughs> swimming pools. Uh, Shot Khan is boom shakalaka. Yeah, it's it's looking good down there. Yep. A lot of sun. All right, and lastly in the West, Kansas City Chiefs are yes. a four to nine. Faves, uh, Los Angeles Chargers nine to four, so just inverse. Denver Broncos sixteen to one, or your Oakland Raiders black hole twenty to one. We got the Broncos. The Broncos mile high. Broncos. Okay, well that's an interesting pick there with Joe Flacco taking the lead. Now, what I want to know, and like if you can walk me through. How did you get to these numbers? It, it, it's all math. It's, okay. Of course. Let's hear it. So what I did was I looked at Yelp. Okay. And I looked Yelp's at a word, each so. each team's... Is, can, hold on. Yelp. It's a data set. Just so I'm... Just so, that's true. <laughs> just so I'm clear, Yelp is not like... It's not... It's actually the website. Yeah, this is not this an is acronym not, for not like a acronym. mathematic theorem. No, it's that the Yelp.com. Yeah. I looked at Yelp.com. I looked up each team's stadium. I looked up Yelp reviews for each stadium. <laughs> and I looked at the percentage of one-star reviews that Love each it. of these teams have. So okay. I, I based my rankings Love on... It. So if you want, I can run through all Let's 16 teams in order. We got eight minutes. Let's right. do it. So we got Jaguars, Colts. Ravens, Steelers, Bills, Broncos, Bengals, Browns, Titans, Chiefs, Jets, Raiders, Texans, Dolphins, Patriots, 
And finally, the Chargers. So that's best to worst. Best to worst. And best is like least one star? Least one star reviews. Okay. So, the, so for it. example, the Jaguars are the best. Of course they, have, they are. Uh, they, they got pools. They got pools. <laughs> only 1.8% one star reviews for their stadium, wow. TIAA Bank Field. Uh, meanwhile, uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park for the Chargers, they have a 28.6 percentage of one star reviews. Now, this is a temporary field for this them, This is right? a temporary field. It's actually right. an and MLS so, stadium. And, the Raiders and, and so, are getting so a new field next year. I don't, don't want to fault them too much yeah. for that. So that means that really, and, 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 and far and away more, uh, more one star reviews, we have the Patriots at Gillette Stadium yes. with a 16.8%. What don't people like about rating. Gillette Stadium? Oh, you will hear. Okay. Uh, so what I've done is I've gone through like you know the you know the order now. So I thought I'd go through for these bottom four teams yes. some of these one star reviews. So let's start <laughs> at number thirteen with the Texans at NRG Stadium. In Houston, the Nerg, as it's the, the Nerg, really in Houston, the Nerg. All right. Yeah. So first off. We went to Fuddruckers inside of NRG Stadium at the Houston Rodeo right before a concert, which was great. Anyways. Coded. <laughs> we were walking around, and I was tearing off pieces of the chicken sandwich and eating it. When I got to my seat, I got to the middle of the sandwich, and the chicken was completely raw. I paid over $30 for this meal. So we take it back. Needless to say, I didn't get a refund, but I got a stupid pretzel in return. Please don't eat hair. Next up. <laughs> Tearing off uh, the chicken. This is, this is still at NRG Stadium. The food, the food is the big issue at NRG Stadium, apparently. Okay. Had food at Fane and Barbecue inside. What a ripoff. How can you sell a load of potato with practically nothing on it for $10? There was chopped beef, just a smattering of bacon. This place shouldn't have barbecue in the end of it. It's a shame to all other legit establishments in Texas that actually serve barbecue. <laughs> also, I bought a liter smart water, which I wanted to share with my 10-year-old. I asked for a cup, and the person at the register said it's $5.35. The same amount as that of a soda. Everything's big in Texas. Now, I can think of charging someone maybe as much as a dollar for a cup, but Anything more than that's just beyond unjust. They're counting those cups. All right, so let's that's move. True. Let, let's they do count the cups. <laughs> yeah. Let's move to the Dolphins. This right. is Hard Rock Stadium Miami. with a 15.6% one-star rating. Wow. Worst pizza I've ever eaten. <laughs> MSC Cruises Pizza in the stadium. Why a cruise company is trying to run a pizza stand in the food court is beyond me. I could not eat more than two bites. If their cruises are as bad as their purported gourmet pizza, I'm certainly not going. Next up. One star. The signs on the parking lot is confusing. I couldn't find my car both times. The seats are too close together. Not good when your neighbors don't believe in deodorant. Did I mention that when I got to my seat, there was a sign saying I want a prize? When I went to collect, all I got was a cheap pair of plastic sunglasses and a smooth-talking salesman trying to talk me into season tickets for $800. I have to pay for my prize? So this place is also running a scam! One star! <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Finally, got kicked out for standing during exciting <laughs> plays at the Orange Bowl. Completely sober! Security is a joke. Miami Sheriff Department is a joke. Michigan fans are a joke. Well, you picked that, the, yes, sir. You picked the wrong guy and wouldn't allow me to even explain you had the wrong guy. All I heard was, you're going to jail if you don't leave. 
Cops with a power trip. Complete garbage. One star. <laughs> Love it. All right, now let's Was get to the, the Michigan let's, Florida that, Orange Bowl. This, must it have must been. have been. Let's get to the Patriots here at Gillette yeah. Stadium. First off, you suck, Gillette. <laughs> Pulling alcohol once the performer comes on and not letting my small clear purse in like you advertise. <laughs> F you. I'd rather spend double the price and travel to the south where the fun is at Ooh. and not strict and enjoy what? myself. I don't know why I keep spending money at this well, asshole of a venue. Hey, so who'd they see? I don't know. One Probably star. Coldplay. One star. Coldplay. <laughs> also at Gillette, my son went to a Patriots game in 15 degree weather and wore his Milwaukee heated sweatshirt. This is a heated sweatshirt as it's freezing out. They made him throw away the battery because it may be something else. Uh-oh. Uh-oh kids are crying. The battery is $100. My husband went through security after him and they didn't find his battery. That worries me. If they let one go through, what else could they let through? My son recently had back surgery and really needed that battery. One star. Back surgery. <laughs> this this is great because this, this gets to the fan base at Gillette Stadium. The fan base is horrendous. The constant verbal assault from every angle, throwing full beers at both my wife and myself. They even went as low as throwing beer at the eight-year-old Broncos fan a few aisles up from us. By halftime, I was already in two physical confrontation with the drunks in front of us. By the third quarter, my wife and I were soaked in beer and the game had lost all the fun. It had become very clear I was either headed to jail or the morgue. So we left. I paid $1,100 for two seats in lower end zone and we were driven away from them. I had never left a game early before. The walk back to the car was cold due to being drenched with New England's love. The taunting continued the entire walk back. Out of all the places I've gone for football, I was mortified by the way they treated by the way they treated my wife, a lady. Disgusted. Lady. She has not returned to a game with me since. Update. The stadium was gorgeous. The fan base does not treat their rivals well. And finally, Which one was that this one? is still Gillette. Gillette. Uh, this is kind of a journey. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got all sorts of time. Hey, let's just keep it all rolling. Right. I, I'm enjoying all this. Right. Gillette Stadium and Robert Kraft are gigantic piles of streaming bleep. <laughs> I'll explain why. Streaming. Number one, alcoholics use a football game as an excuse to drink heavily. Let me get a drink here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do Wet they need whistle. an excuse? <sighs> That's fine if they do that on their time and don't effing spill an entire cup of beer on my wife, which they did. And when Why I t- are you yelling? Because it's in all caps. <laughs> when yes, I told the usher duh, in my section that I had seen this guy drink seven, yes, seven beers in one quarter, and he was probably too drunk to be at the game, the usher told me, it's fine. Yeah. Now I get it. It just means more money for Bob Kraft when this drunk buys more beer. Number two, the week after the game, I called Gillette Stadium to let them know my seat location and describe the usher to them. I was told I would receive a call back from Gillette customer service within 48 hours. It's been over six weeks. Still waiting on that call. 
Number three. Dude, find something else to do. Yeah. Bob Kraft built this it's stadium Boston. in the middle of <laughs> nowhere. They're not calling you back. Yeah. He built this stadium in the middle of nowhere so he could charge exorbitant rates for parking. And everyone is stuck Correct. paying that is because true. he won't subsidize public transportation op options. Yep. Who wants to take the MBTA train that runs two hours before kickoff? So there you go, Bob. I'm watching my <laughs> games on Sunday in the comfort of my man cave with a $1 bottle of Heineken instead of the $12.75 you charge and don't have to deal with the drunk a-holes who your staff are trained to overserve alcoholics so that you can continue to profit and finally last review for gillette stadium oh my gosh man when you start supporting no, we'll, we'll our country our police our military and our commander-in-chief i'll give you a better review one star <laughs> And finally, even though this is a temporary venue, Dignity Health Sports Park, 28.6% one-star ratings. Worst venue. Total amateurs. Took us an hour to get into the stadium for the Chargers game when we arrived half an hour early. We tell the safety manager that this place is a bleep show, and he puts his hand on my boyfriend, threatening to kick him out, saying he is disrespecting the staff. From last I heard... This is a sentence. From last I heard is a sentence. Ne <laughs> uh, next sentence. This is a free country. We can voice our opinions freely. And nothing we said was directed at any of the staff. But to use violence because you don't like the comments? Amateurs. By the way, that's spelled A-M-A-T-U-R-E-S. Hopefully, the new stadium amateurs. will be amateurs. Hopefully, the new stadium will be more professional. Watch out for this guy, name redacted, rethinking why we bought season tickets. One star. So that wraps it up for the AFC. I love this well, new segment. Stay yeah, tuned this for the in, well. Stay tuned for the NFC next week because it gets dark. Oh. So just to clarify, you have Buffalo out of the AFC. North. Love it. AFC uh, East. Yep. You have the Ravens out of the north, with, north with the yep. Stillers close behind. Yep. Yes. Jacksonville yep. out of the uh, AFC South and Denver out of the AFC West. Not that real is, excited yeah. about now, that. Who are your wild cards? Well, number five and six. Um, so I would say, like I said, Ravens and Steelers. Like it's real a four point eight one percent. Steelers for, are in for the four point eight one percent for Ravens and four point eight two percent for the. So let's put the, the Steelers, Steelers at five. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the Colts. Uh, oh. The Colts actually have the second best rated stadium experience. Oh, uh, the Jaguars. No expectations Jaguars of have, Hoosiers. Uh, Jaguars have one point eight percent one star ratings. Well, you think about all the other stuff that happens. We got Monster Jam. Yeah, we got U two Gen Con. Yeah. Gen Con. Gen Con. And uh, and they're sitting at a three point nine percent of one oh, star ratings. Uh, it only, is a nice listen, stadium. Now, it's now, a nice stadium. Listen to this though. This is very impressive. So the Jaguars, their rating is they have two one star reviews out of one hundred ten total. The Colts only have nine out of two hundred twenty nine. That's wow. impressive. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, the Patriots are sitting at forty seven out of two eighty. Um, and the, uh, the, the chargers are, are 20 out of only 70 at yeah. dignity wow. House sports park. Okay. So anyway, well, thanks. Stay tuned. Thanks for pulling back the curtain. Tune it up. Uh, I just feel like a city that invests in its stadium nope. is a city that's going to have a good ball team, right? No, that's not how that works at all. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thank you. 
Rowdy. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, so a couple things we didn't cover that I just want to touch on because uh, we're not going to have time. But Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. In the case of the Sinister Salmon. Yeah. Really salmon. Good, really good story. I think you're watching Hard Knocks at Salmon. Slayer gets black, black flagged by the by NASCAR. Oh, which oh is, I like what you did there. Which is, I didn't do it, Rowdy. With <laughs> I the black yeah. flag. Yeah. Yeah. I looked up yeah. what NASCAR flags mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> r- this is this is the real shame. Bill Walton calls the uh, Chicago White Sox game. I love prisms. I love prisms. <laughs> it's easier YouTube, for me. It's easier it's for worth me to get, every second of it's it. It's easier for me to get high than to get low. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so sounds like are, a dead show. The, those are the things we missed out on this week, and maybe we'll touch on them next week. I don't Perhaps. Know. Yeah. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Guru Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, and the Ball Boy of the Week is previously named See Above. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, See Above. Great job this week, See Above. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, including questions. For our that's uh, right. intrepid reporter, you've, you've got about what sixty hours. Hit me with them. Questions for the disc jockeys, and don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, "How about some sports? How about it?" Mm-hmm.